The views and opinions that are expressed on the Dope Sessions podcast are that of the hosts and do not reflect any views of any other attached entities. Now that we got that out of the way, let's go. Introducing your hosts. The guys on the mics with the voices that you like. Give it up for Kelvy and Tree. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank y'all again for tuning in to the dopest indie podcast on the planet. This is the Dope Session Podcast with Kelvin and Tree. What up, big dog? Man, this thing on, I, I need to order some burgers. Um, <laughs> what's going on? Oh, man, nothing much, man. Nothing much at all, man. Just out here chilling and working and working on projects. You know how we do, man. What's been good with you, man? Uh. Well, it, it's good because I get to go. It's kind of bad because all my money went to these people, so I could go. But I'm planning some trips for the summer, and it, it's going down. Oh, that's what's up, man. That's but, what's up, but, man. You know, right now I'm feeling the. Uh, I'm I'm gonna need some money. Some some of y'all need to donate to the United Brother is uh, almost broke fund. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, man. I'm gonna need some change, right? <laughs> Yo, man, I'm telling you, the them trips, man, like they be expensive, bro. And then you find out you gotta pay for this, this, and that, and that. It, you look and you be like, damn. I, yes, I, I mean, you know what? Especially if you're going by yourself. So, uh, you know, ladies, if y'all listening, I'm gonna need somebody to go to some of these trips with me to offset some of this cost. <laughs> Ladies, he is single. If y'all want to know, look, we gonna we gonna figure out the destination later. Right now, we, <laughs> we just need to offset the cost. Right, right, man, man. We uh, how was how was the Easter, man? You know, we we went through Easter. That's why we didn't, you know, uh, do a show. You know, we reverencing the the whole Easter thing and resurrection or whatever you know people like to call it. But you know, how how was the Easter, man? So, interesting story. I was minding my own business, and then this, like, black van pulled up with a bunch of, you know, Easter bunnies, and they, like, snatched me up. <laughs> and they, like, force-fed me uh, Cadbury's milk chocolate eggs, you know the ones. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just bad. Just, no. So, really, I just relaxed. It, it wasn't nothing too serious about it. Oh, uh, okay. Because I figured... um why go to church on this day as opposed to any other day when you already know it's it's nothing but a big fashion show on Easter Sunday. You right, know? right. Yeah. That was that, my position. That's true. That's true. I, I I can see that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, especially, you know, if you've been doing that for, for a while, you know, going to church and then the Easter program and all that other stuff. I don't even know if they still do the Easter program and stuff like that. Like that's Oh, oh, believe that's what's going on. And then on top of that, it's not the one service that you used to every other, you know, every week. It's like four or five of them because you gotta really recognize the fact that he rose, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But you got those folk that, you know, only show up on Easter. Christmas and Thanksgiving with the, with the fly suit and everything and you know matching outfits with the kids and stuff and it was like man look I ain't got time for that right yeah no I I I feel you man it, especially like when you're so used to it it's but you know it's still kids going and 
you know, the older we get, some of us is having children, so now children are growing up, and now they in the little Easter parades and stuff at church and stuff. So I, you know, I, you know, it, like when you have kids, I guess it's different, but when you don't have kids, it's kind of like, all right, man, it's the same stuff. Maybe I'm just gonna chill out, you know? Right. I, I guess the only like wild thing about it is when you you see the cat that show up. And he looked like he just got back from the club. You know, he got his purple <laughs> suit on. Uh-huh. <laughs> he wore his Easter suit to the club. <laughs> it was like, well. Well, no, he, he, he wore his club suit to Easter. That's what right. happened. <laughs> Looking nah. for Crystal. <laughs> no, you ain't getting that here. <laughs> Man. You finna get this Welch's grape juice. Right. <laughs> Man, what's 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 going on in them in them uh them them tournaments and in, in, in the uh playoffs that just started, man. Like what's right. going the, on in that? The, the association as we like to call it. Right. Uh let's see. The play in tournament was was entertaining to me. I know some of y'all still kind of hate it, but I like it. Unfortunately, uh the the guys on the west side, the Bulls, they didn't they made the tournament, they mm-hmm. just didn't make the playoffs. So yeah. You but know. shout out! But shout out to them because they did beat one team, and then they had to uh, go against the the Heat. And Man. I really, I really wanted them to, to to beat the Heat, but it didn't happen. So I really you know. did too. Uh, I guess they need to bring air conditioners next time. <laughs> But shout out to the Bulls, man. At least, like, at least they made the play-in tournament, you know. And ho- hopefully, next year they be in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, next year we need to be the number six seed, so we don't have to go through that mess. Right now, then the playoffs pop off, and now John Morant and is injured. I'm like, damn, man! This wait, shit wait, just wait, started. wait! Hold on, you you missing a guy? Who you, you forget? You forget Tyler Hero? So. You had oh, okay. two guys yeah. in the same game get hurt. Yeah. yeah. And then one guy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm like, damn, this should just stop. Right. Already getting hurt, man. What's going on? And <laughs> Tyler Hero is pretty much gone for the rest of the season. So, because right. he broke his hand. Uh, They say Josh sprained his hand. Right. So, he going to miss a couple of weeks. That, no, that. He, he's questionable for the next game, almost doubtful. But his his hand, his X-rays turned up negative, so he he's pretty much good, but not good. Maybe okay. he's mentally busted. Right. We'll we'll wait to see come Wednesday. Right. Giannis Man. is feeling like Grandma You know, <laughs> back is all jacked up. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what's up with him too. I know y'all be wanting to try to make these amazing plays and shit. Like, and, and you know, and it's the NBA, all of that stuff. We want to be on the sports center and all that shit. But man, like, maybe it's time for y'all to start adjusting the play a little bit. Look, <laughs> yeah. When I saw John Moran, it's like some things you just don't do. I get it. You, you're not scared. You feel this. You're a competitor. But that's Anthony Davis. Right. You, you, you're not going to run him over. <laughs> Oh hell no, no, look, not like not like that. But look, that's like Nate Robinson trying to dunk on Shaq, coming from like the three point line, dude. You're not gonna right. drive. Yeah, you beat your man. That's cool, but Shaq step in front of you, yo, no, you are not poking on Shaq. <laughs> yeah, and I and I love Giannis, man, but it looked like Giannis took off from the fucking free throw line with the, whatever he was doing. I was like, hold on, brother. 
Oh, right, we, we get it. You taller, you got long arms, but hey, just, just, just slow down. <laughs> right, <laughs> but man, I'm I'm actually I'm looking 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 real forward to these playoffs, man. And I don't have, I don't know who's gonna be winning these playoffs. Who's gonna be the team from the east? Who's gonna go against the team from the west? I ain't in that pocket in that zone yet, but I'm just looking forward to to seeing. The playoffs and everything. So, I'm Me, I'm just happy that there are some teams that you would have been like, yeah, no, nah, he's not going, and they're in there, like Sacramento. Right. We've seen Sacramento in the playoffs in ages. Yeah, for real. What was that? Uh, the the Chris Webber, Vladdy Divad. Um, yeah, those guys. Doug Christie, Mike Bibby. Right. Those are the last time I seen Sacramento right. in the playoffs. Peja so. Stoyakovich. I'm so happy to see them. Yeah. And uh and shout you know, out to it, Mike Brown. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Brown. Man. He that dude. And I'm I'm glad that, you know, he's he's been getting the chances that he's been getting. And I'm glad that he's on a, a team where he practically basically kind of helped build. So I'm that shout out to him, man. And and how far he's taking this team, man. And I think people going to see that and be like, hey, man, like, I, I think I want to go there or I, I want to be drafted there or whatever. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for what he was able to do for this team, man. Him and then uh, I see the, the clip joint is back in there. So you got both L.A. teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And – I think I'm going to be personally pulling for the Clippers over the Lakers, but since yeah, they're not I playing each other, I don't care right I am now. Too. I'm 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 pulling for the Clippers, and 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 I think the I think I honestly think the Clippers is going to win that series. I think they're well, going to win that series. I'm trying to remember who the Clippers are playing right now. Uh oh, they're playing Phoenix. Yeah. So I, I think like if if Kevin Durant. Don't turn on and be Kevin Durant from uh, when he was with Golden State. Don't foresee the Suns. You know what? Winning the series. If I was pulling for the Suns, I don't want Golden State Kevin Durant. Let me tell you what Kevin Durant I want. What? I want Oklahoma City Kevin Durant. Oh, okay. You want to know why? Because he wanted it more. When he got over to Golden State, it was like, all right, so I don't have to be the man over here. You got all these other dudes. They can be the man. I could just be here. That's pretty much what he was. He was here. He still did his job. But okay, he well, here. I, I can I see I see what you're saying in that. But also, when he was with that team and the playoffs and, and, and just that he was able to win over there, he he – he 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 stepped in that place like he really was just like okay I'm I'm the dude now you know I I'm that well, dude. He knew he wasn't that dude, but he knew he still had to do his job, and I think that's what he did. He did his job. He ended up getting him. He still was pretty much doing his job, right? Because this is how I. Because you still got Steph, like, yeah, Clay, yeah, you had Draymond. But but we got to remember, like the. Like uh, Cleveland in one series, and then Cleveland beat them in another series in in the championships. And with and with Kevin Durant on that team, it was kind of like y'all motherfuckers 
are not winning this series at all. At all. <laughs> like, if Kevin Durant wasn't on that team, I'm pretty sure it would have been like, it might be they might win another one and then they might lose another series. With Kevin you know Durant what? on that team, it was like, nah, we ain't winning shit. Cause that's that's one of those things where it was like, okay, that could have gone either way. I mean, but I mean, in Oklahoma City, you take Kevin Durant off that team, and you can pro- you can almost guarantee they don't make the finals. They didn't win, but you can guarantee they didn't make it. Right. I mean, because you saw what happened as soon as he left Westbrook. Wasn't that dude? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. Go figure. Right. Now, I, I, like I said, I still believe Kevin Durant being when he on Golden State, it was, it was, it was a wrap. I don't think it. To me, I just felt like be a one-off series like it was before Kevin Durant got got there. I just felt like it was just. It was over. And and to me, I think, like, I'm with Stephen A. This is one of the few times that I ever agree with Stephen A. Smith. But if Kevin Durant didn't get injured during that, during that Rocket series, and they would have they been, I think they would have won a third one. Hmm. But that, that's just me. That's just me. I could probably but, see that. But yeah, man. Like, like I said, man. I'm, I'm excited to see these playoffs, man. Like, I, I you know, like I said, I ain't, I ain't there yet. Well, oh, this team coming out the east, and this team coming out the west, and this gonna win right. the championship. I, I ain't, ain't there yet that. either, because yeah. all of the teams in the west are just like gangsters. So, right. <laughs> I mean, the Lakers, the Lakers beat the Nuggets first right. game out, and. Mm-hmm. LeBron had a bad night, so it's like, okay, right? A- anything can happen, which I think is true of all playoffs. Anything can happen. That's why some of them teams are there. Yeah, and 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 you uh, and you still got uh, you still like I will say this about the Lakers, right? Like they get they got a squad on them, so even if LeBron has a bad night, or even if Anthony Davis has a bad night, you you still got people around you that can that can still win that game for you. Yeah, we found that out in game one. Right. Man, did uh did you did you see this this movie yet? I have not. Something about my mushrooms being spiked and they didn't make the fire like they were supposed to. <laughs> so okay, so the reason I brought it because you know, this movie has been making bank, bro. And I haven't got the chance to see it, but I know some people that, that you know got to see it and they love it. Now it's 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 very it's very mixed reactions between the audience and the critics, right? It'll be a thing, right? So uh wait, wait, wait. So don't tell me the critics hated it. Yeah, majority of the critics didn't did not like it. Guess what? Not a surprise, and that's what they get paid for. <laughs> and and um, one of my guys told me that one of the critics was basically saying how 
that it was they didn't like the whole Mario having to say peaches. This time, and women are independent, and women can do whatever, and women can be heroes, and all this other stuff. And so, why is Mario saving peaches? Why why is peaches the damsel in distress type of thing? And I'm just like, well, because she's that in the game. That's why, right? <laughs> it's, it's based on a video game. And here's what I'll say. Um. From what I what I was told about, like the movie, like they were trying to make change things up, and Nintendo wasn't having that shit at all. And I don't blame them. This is our intellectual property. You do it this way, and especially if you you really want to make this movie, you really right. want our IP to make this movie. You gonna follow these motherfucking rules, right? I, Hey, you know, if any other video game manufacturers would do the same shit, then maybe, I'm not saying it would be, I'm just saying maybe we would have better video game movies. I'm but just saying. You know that, that's, that, could be a, that could be a point to be argued. I mean, depending on who it is, but yeah, I see you. But you know the the one thing that I will say is this: like, don't get because the the Sonic movies are hits, and that's based on video games. So Sonic movies are hits. Now you have Mario Brothers, and because Mario Brothers is a hit, you know they're gonna be looking for like the next video game to turn into movie. And I heard this, but apparently they're trying to do another live action Street Fighter movie. Oh Lord, no! Wait, I take that back because I like the most recent Mortal Kombat movie. That was pretty decent. I kind of think the story could have been better, but the action was good. It was, yeah, it was, it was decent. It wasn't, it wasn't my favorite, but it was decent. And like, maybe it's the nostalgic in me, but I still fuck. With the first Mortal Kombat movie. Okay, I, I can see that. But if they're gonna do Street Fighter, do not. You, I'm you say know, that again, do not do the same thing you did before. Right. No, 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 no. no it's, see. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's talk about it. Right. Let's talk about it. When you first saw the Street Fighter movie. Did you fuck with it because it was just like, yes, they did Street Fighter. And then years later, it was just like, man, what they do to Street Fighter? <laughs> but you know what? It, Street Fighter is one of those movies where it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. So it's like you don't want to mess with that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was, yeah. like when it first dropped, I was like, yes, it's Street Fighter. Oh, it's Van Damme? Oh, yeah, I'm in with this. Mm-hmm. Then I see Raul Julia as the bad guy. I was like, oh man, y'all really didn't, you know, y'all done really upgraded the bad. Right. And then you get all this other stuff around. I'm like, you know what? I don't know. When I actually see it, I'm like, I'm not feeling the story too much. What happened? Mm-hmm. So no, and it was no. one of those things where it was just like 
that coupled with like you know some of the actors not really like Miguel Nunez don't look like he you know lifted a, a White Castle slider, let alone some weights to play DJ. So I, right. I was not believing him as DJ. <laughs> and that fake Jamaican ass accent. Right, I was not <laughs> feeling that, but. Because you're like, hey, it's the franchise. It's here. That mm -hmm. somewhere and then they're gonna do a special move. I want to see that. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna stick with it. But yeah, and, and, and people fail to realize. Then when Street Fighter came out, Van, especially with Van Damme in that movie, you was gonna watch that. Shit. We was gonna watch that. We was gonna watch it because it was Van Damme and it was Street Fighter. Mm hmm. And then. Um, you know, I say this when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh!" Plus, I had the Street Fighter soundtrack. Now, if I don't know if all out there know that the Street Fighter soundtrack to the movie, to the movie. okay, was fucking fire. Okay. No, I'm telling. It was fun. Do you know who was on that? Who that? You had Nas. Ice Cube, uh, you had Saphir and Ahmad and and uh, Raz Cash. You had um, you had Chuck D was on there. LL Cool J was on there. Craig, oh heck yeah, uh, Dude, that's banging already. That soundtrack <laughs> is fucking fire. And so you see the movie, and you're. You know, it, like I said, because it's Street Fighter, that's Van Damme in it. And, and like you said, Rob, like you got one of, at, basically at that time, one of the greatest actors in the world, Julia, to play M. Bison. So right. what could go wrong? And the first time and I saw And then you see movie, the movie and it's like, mm. Now, I will say this. The first time I saw it in theaters, I loved it. Loved that movie. All when right, came, I ain't gonna lie, I did too. When it came out on when it came out on home video, and I had to watch and I saw it again, I was like, Wow. <laughs> it's not that good, bro. Not that's that what happened good to me. at all. That, that's exactly what happened to me. When they started playing it on television, I got to watch it on like TNT or something. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Do it now, and I think it is funny because the other thing happened mm -hmm. when with Who's the Man? When Who's the Man came out to the theaters, they was like, All right, whatever. But when you see it on TNT, you start watching it again, it is like the most, it is the wildest movie ever. I'm like, Oh, I'm loving this. Mm -hmm. It ended up being one of my favorites. This, this, is, this is how bad I want everybody to understand how bad the Van Damme Street Fighter movie was. It was so bad that maybe a month or two later from that movie, right? Mm -hmm. There was a Street Fighter animated movie that came out. It was an anime. I remember that. And that was fucking fire. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking fire. Especially the whole scene with uh, Ken and Ryu and the lightning and stuff. Oh no, my fault. That was Sagat. With uh, Ryu and Sagat and the lightning and everything, the big fight there. I was like, oh man. Yeah. This here. Dude, yeah. the, the, the fucking fight scene with, with Vega and Chung Lee. Yeah, that was good too. Oh my god, bro. Uh that shit was fucking fire, man. And and the way that they did the story, 
the 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 action pieces like it was fire and people just forgot about the van damme version because heck yeah because the gal in this movie wasn't playing with you right (laughs) he was hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you it was like it was like and the only thing that i will say again because it was fucking fire was the street fighter soundtrack okay oh you know what else song was on there that hmm. I that people don't realize is on on that soundtrack. Was that? Do you remember a song called "Straight to My Feet"? Yeah, where Hammer and mm-hmm. Deion Sanders. I mean, come on now, it's Hammer. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> people that know me know that I'm a fan of Hammer. Right. Yeah, man. Like that. I remember that 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 soundtrack was fire and oh my god it it was it was it was rap acts that you didn't even know of like like the rec league and it was like chuck d with this group called the rec league you had another group called the bums you had um us another group on there that had this song called rap commando those songs were fire this was a fucking Fire ass soundtrack, and it, it was one of those movies where it's just like I remember this this thing this uh um I like to call it the first meme, but there's been memes probably forever. But like I remember there, there was like this this like drawing in a magazine, and it was like it was like man, did you see that Street Fighter movie with Van Damme? It's like no, nah, that movie sucked, but the soundtrack is fire. It was one <laughs> of those movies. <laughs> It was one of those movies that that everybody had. One of those movies that everybody has always said, like this count countless movies that people said, man, that movie wasn't all that. But that soundtrack, though, mm. man, I, it's. I'm looking forward to a Street Fighter movie if they do it right. If they don't do it right, if they give us another. Fucking Street Fighter, The Legend of Chung Lee. If they give us that shit, I'm not watching that movie at all. You know what? I was feeling the story of that for a minute. Actually, I liked the story. I just wasn't feeling it. Was Neil McDonough? Wasn't really yeah. feeling him as Bison. It was nope. like, wait, what? What? I, so, I think I think after a while, I didn't even like the girl who played Chung Lee. And then Oh, that's bad because she was bad. She was doing her thing. Now don't don't get it twisted. The 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 woman who played Chong Lee, right? I she, first of all, she's 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 fine. So um second of all, she was in one of my favorite TV shows in Smallville. So with her anyway. It was just I just didn't like her as Chong Lee. Um I didn't like Chris Klein as Nash. I, I for some reason I hated Nash. I don't know. <laughs> it's just the way he played. It was the way he played Nash. I didn't like it at all. It was mm-hmm. just so now Michael Clark Duncan played a pretty good Balrog. Okay, yeah, I, I feel that. Even old dude from um Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas mm-hmm. played a decent enough Vega. Okay. But no, that that movie was 
ass. So no. I'm not going. I'm not going to see another Street Fighter movie unless they do the shit right. All right, so we got to fix Street Fighter. Probably need to tweak Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. What other would you like to see? Uh, I will say this, though. I remember when they were talking about doing a Halo movie for the longest fucking time. But they did have a Halo TV show. Right. I didn't get the chance to see it because a lot of people were saying it was like, nah, it was kind of mid. But if I, whenever I get the chance, I do want to, I do want to check the show out. But I still think I would love to see Halo on screen. Um, did you did you see the Uncharted movie? No, I have not. It was it was okay. It like you know I I felt like. For the character of, of Nathan Drake, I felt like Tom Holland wasn't the, the guy I wanted to see as Nathan Drake. Hmm. I think Nathan Drake needs to be an adult. Okay. You know, to start him out as some young man and all this other stuff. Like, to me, when I when I think of Uncharted, I think of Nathan Drake as an older person um, doing the things that he's doing. I, I didn't... I think that's what took, like, it could have been, uh, I think it was, like I said, it was a decent movie, but I'd rather, I would rather see Uncharted in with an, with an older Nathan Drake. Okay. And a really, really dope ass adventure movie. I will, I would love to see that. Um, <clears throat> game, turn movie, whatever. Um, Because I, I will say Resident Evil, but Resident Evil has run its course. I'm tired of Resident Evil anymore. Look, uh, I'm tired of the video game. So, yeah, I know I'm tired of the movie. Well, I haven't really <laughs> seen the movies because I'm like, I ain't, I mean, I'm not going. i tell you what I do want to see. Okay. You might want to sit down for this one. Okay. So, I want to see Metal Gear Solid. Mm. As a movie, you could do look, you could do Sons of Liberty, you could do uh Guns of the Patriots. It doesn't matter which one of those you do. Mm-hmm. Do one of those. Okay. Even though when you play the game, it pretty much plays like a movie itself, with yeah. like every now and then some interruption where you actually <laughs> gotta do something with the character. But for the most part, oh my god. Right. Like I swear to you, if you just took all the cutscenes and edited them together without the gameplay, mm-hmm. there's your movie. Right. <laughs> that's how cold it. That's how cold the game was. So if right. you really just revamped the story for the screen, nuts. Mm. That you know what? I, I think that's a good one, man. I, I think I think everybody would want to see a, a Metal Gear Solid movie. I think. I think that's like one that people would see, because I'm pretty sure it could translate very, very well on 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 the big screen. And you just if need you to do it right and do the timing <clears throat> right. You you drop that joint like I don't know, maybe about a year before the next Bond movie. Mm-hmm. So that summer before the next Bond movie is supposed to drop, drop your Metal Gear movie. Right. Killing. 
What so? What other video game would you like to see as a movie? The Division. Hmm. Okay. Tom Clancy, The Division. And honestly, you can match both of those games together since they're roughly about the <clears> same <throat> deal. Within the span of a couple, not even a couple years, I think it was like a couple months between the first game and the second game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the and since we just went through something like this and we're still going through it. It's perfect. Right. For those of you who don't know the story of the division, uh, there was basically a plague that got spread through money. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much swept the country and and ravaged the, the economy and everything and went to so far as to the point where government had to enact a clandestine group that's under um, direct orders from the president. And they were supposed to go out and restore law and order from all of this chaos. Mm. So, yeah, it's kind of like the pandemic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, this would be a perfect movie right now. I wonder what a Streets of Rage movie would look like. Uh, A lot of fighting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because that's a beat 'em up game. So how you? I mean, you, it. Of course, it had a story to it, mm-hmm. but I mean, you'd have to flesh this thing out for a movie. Yeah. I mean, it could be done. And and the reason why I I almost think it could work is because when I see movies like Extraction with a uh, uh, um I can't think of the dude that plays Thor, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. And I see movies like um, the John Wick series and and like movies like The Raid and stuff like that. I think a Streets of Rage movie can be done. I think you just need the right people to uh, not only write the script, but get the actors and the stunt people and 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 direct great. And I think that's what you. I think if you get that in place. You could do a Streets of Rage movie. Okay, so here's my thing for the Streets of Rage movie. If it was to happen, mm-hmm. you, what you do is you pretty much start off with the original four characters. Okay. And, and just tease all of the new characters along the way. Right. We don't need to develop them yet. So that way, if you decide to do a second movie, you didn't already tease the new characters. Yeah, so they can just, you know, they can pop in and eat. If you third one, just depending on it's the Streets of Rage movies, it's mm-hmm. like time not I definitely could see that. I mean, that's pretty much what Marvel did with all the other movies, right? Like, uh, was that Iron Man somewhere towards yep. the end of the movie? Oh, yeah, Agent Coulson found uh Captain America's shield. Mm-hmm. So, that's so attention to the video game movies, do not do no fucking cinematic universe, shit. okay. Hold on now. Like, hold, hold on. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Because a lot of them don't have enough for a cinematic universe. Most of them are standalone games. I mean, the only thing you could probably see happening in a cinematic universe is, I don't know, Pac Man, Miss Pac Man, and maybe Dig Dug. Right. So, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. But, but the only reason why I worry about that 
is because some people in the industry that run these studios will like let's let's make this into a, a universe like because the unit the whole cinematic universe shit and I can only say it really only works for Marvel because Marvel set it up perfectly. Um, yeah, it's not working for DC yet. I don't yeah. know why. But then again, I think they're trying to fix it with the new Flash movie. So yeah, that that's true. But but again, I'm just like I do not want the video games to do on some. Let's do let's do a Sega Genesis uh, cinematic universe. Well, hold, hey, look, hold on. Beast? I'll be down with that. You you want to uh, do an Ultra Beast and who 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 else would be in who else would be in a Sega Genesis? Vector Man. So it'd be Ultra Beast and, and Vector Man. And who else? And Sonic. Yeah. And then you could just, you know, continue to add other well, characters. Well, Sonic got his you, own world. Cause... You got like Rystar and uh it's a few. I mean, you you could probably have a special cameo appearance from Crash Bandicoot or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Toe Jam and Earl and right. Uh, oh heck yeah, Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, <laughs> they are definitely Sega. Right. And no, nah, because that's not. I was gonna say Crazy Taxi, but that's not Genesis. That's that. No, that's yeah, but that's a Sega. It's still a Sega franchise. So yeah, you could do okay, that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. you could do uh I don't know, Eternal Champions. Yeah. But then again, that'll probably like look like a ripoff of the Mortal Kombat movie. So mm-hmm. maybe not them. I just thought of another movie that I would I would want to see. A video game that I want to see. But you know what? Virtual Fighter would be good. Hmm. If you do it like the Mario movie that's out now with all of the computer. Yeah. yeah. I would watch a virtual fighter movie like that. Hmm. I think I got another one. Video game that I would like to see as a movie. Who's that? Grand Theft Auto. Oh Lord! But I would want to see Vice City. Look, you don't even need to go that far. All you have to do is turn on the news. <laughs> <laughs> right, especially with all the shit that popped off uh, during the weekend and shit. So yeah, yeah. that's that's every day. You, right. you don't need to see that movie. <laughs> We don't need but, to see that one. But but I would like I would like to see Grand Theft Auto Vice City as a movie. I only because it's in the eighties. It's a, it could be a period piece because it's in the eighties, and um, they kind of already did that movie. It's called Miami Vice. Jamie Fox, you 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 remember? Yeah, but it it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the eighties Miami Vice. It was kind of it was a different Miami. Don't get me wrong, that Miami Vice movie fire oh yeah that's that's one of the few things that my cousin left me so yeah right that thing but was I, dope. I, I will say this though about that miami vice movie when i first saw it i hated it hated that fucking movie really it t- it took me at least about the third or fourth watch to be like this shit's fire okay because because when i think of miami vice i think about the 80s I think about the look, the aesthetic, the car, the the outfits, the the music. That's what I think of when I think about Miami Vice. And for some reason, because I didn't get that, it it had Miami Vice flavor, but it was very different. And I start 
saying it differently. I was like, no, it's still Miami Vice. It's just Miami Vice if it was now. And and that's what made me appreciate it more because I was like, why am I still thinking about the age? It doesn't have to be this period type of thing. It, See, it's, you, had, it's, you, had a, you had a bias watching this movie. Yeah, I, I did. Like, I, I literally did, but like, but but with but with Grand Theft Auto Vice City, it's in the '80s. Put it in there, like I mean, still make because the story is, is is pretty decent. It's just you know what I'm saying. Like sometimes you can just if you follow the story, it's decent. And I I would like to see what they do with the story in a live action setting, and then want to put in like some of the missions. I wouldn't say just go out and just bust niggas in the dome and fuck all these prostitutes and shoot motherfuckers up. Like, we can leave that part for the fun, but... That's what they do in the movie. (laughs) I mean, in the game. That's what they do in the game. No, in the the aspect of the the story, right? I can see that. Look, first of all, in in the climate that we live in, you're going to have to imply a lot of that stuff. Otherwise, catch a bunch of hate mail. Right. (laughs) Cancel you. <laughs> and, and and I'm for even like, cause cause I know like some of the missions are part of the story, and some of the missions ain't a part of the story. But I'm yeah. just saying, just sticking to the story. If you stick to the story, then you know with with some, yeah, you you can't go wrong with it. But like, yeah, you off like doing like like other shit. Like you're supposed to do a mission, but you just like, man, fuck that mission. I'm just gonna go and beat the shit out of niggas and like take their cars and shit <laughs> like no nah, I don't think I want to see that but yeah no <laughs> but, unless, unless it has something to do with the story no I don't right <laughs> uh man but but no I I like I said like congratulations to Mario Brothers and the success congratulations to Sonic and the success and and, and the video game movies that did have success congratulations to y'all uh, what I would like to see also is just, you know, if you're going to do, because the one thing that I think people fail to realize, especially with, like we were talking about with the Street Fighter movie, with, with Van Damme and stuff, a lot of times, I think these directors and writers didn't give a shit about the fact that there were stories already written. The, the stories and in, in the and they had the characters and you had the background on the characters that that you could tell through in these movies, but they didn't give a shit. If you if you look at those movies from back in the day, like even like some of the the comic book movies that, that would probably come out back then too, right? You could tell a lot of times these directors and writers did not give a shit about the story. Or, and and I'm what I'm seeing now with some of these video game movies <coughs> is that a lot of them actually give a shit about some of the lore of this, right? Well, and it's so, not just the video game movies. It's like franchises like that in general. Yeah. Like, you can't tell a Superman story and then just go off on your own tangent. <laughs> right. Like, expect some heat from that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, like I, absolutely, like. But I, I just I like the fact that a lot of them they're keeping up with the Lord, even if they're trying things that may not seem like 
Like, I don't know if that person would do that, but, but at least you're, you're, you're trying to, you're, you're trying different things. If it work, it work. If it don't work, then it just don't work. Right. But like, Speaking actually, of things that may or may not work, we that, that's probably a topic for another show because, right? Uh, me and some of the guys from the questions crew, you know, we get online to play Grand Theft Auto and stuff all the time, and mm-hmm. we had a conversation about uh, certain agendas being forced upon us in, in media, okay? And so, yeah, that's definitely a, a topic for another show, but. You know, just to say that and bringing that up, I mean, to say like, OK, some things when they take liberties and change them in movies, they work like, you know, Nick Fury going from being white to being black. It worked, but it went through some stuff because not everybody was feeling that. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say people who are into comics was into that because. There, there are there are issues of different Marvels and in different and like a different multiverse where Nick Fury is black and he looks like Samuel Jackson. Well, and, yeah, but here's the thing though: most of those gatekeepers <laughs> of you know comic book lore and all that stuff, they wasn't feeling it. You know, they blew up all this social media and stuff was mad because that happened. Now, in hindsight, they don't care anymore. Because that's what it is. That's what it's been for the last, what, 10, 15 years? Mm-hmm. So now they're like, all right, it is what it is. But before, oh. <laughs> but see, I don't, like, I'm not saying that you're wrong. Just, I, I guess in, in when, when I saw it and looked at it, I didn't see a lot of people having a problem with Sam Jackson being Nick Fury. Well, well. I probably used the wrong example, but it still was, you know, hitting the same deal. But let's talk about something recent. Mm-hmm. 007. Right. You know, they wasn't feeling her being a woman. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that's true. That's they true. weren't feeling that. They're like, what? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then with all the rumors of, you know, Idris maybe, you know, being cast for, you know, the next movie, you know, a whole bunch of people threw their hands up on that. And you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, you 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 might want to stick with the Lord, but yeah, we live in changing times, and it's good to do some changes, and then there are other changes that, if it feels forced, people are not gonna like it. Right. And here's what I say about that: I totally agree. I think we are living in changing times, so. If people see the world differently, especially like the producers and the writers, the world differently, what you see differently. And if you feel like James Bond, or or not even James Bond, but just the title of 007 belongs to a woman, then do it. If you feel like it belongs to someone like Idris Elba, do it. Um, now, I I I have read that Idris Elba doesn't want to 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 be 007. I think he's just kind of like, nah, I'm good on that. I think it would be a great opportunity, but I think with him, he's just like, man, nah, I I don't really want to do that. And part of me don't blame him because I think there were forces out there that were like definitely conspiring against all of that. Right. Now, what what I want to see a black man 
or a black woman as 007. I mean, we saw we did we saw it already woman. in uh, No Time to Die, right. and I, I I loved it. Right, and it loved was dope. It. it it was super dope. Yeah, and, me, and, me, and she's me, fine too. So if you if you're gonna if you gonna make 007 a woman, yeah, she got to be fine. Right, she got to kick ass too. So she did all that. <laughs> but but me personally, I'm not really invested on. I'm not gonna watch 007 if you don't make this person black or whatever, whatever. It's you know it is what it is. Right. Um. With with the character 007, it's kind of like, like I know it's the 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 Fleming fam, the, uh, Ian Fleming and the in the Fleming estate. It's James Bond. It, that's his title. You know the 007 thing is just is is it's a title. So. The 007 part of it can be attached to somebody else. Yeah. Um, me, it, it, it don't matter. As long as the person who's playing 007, whether, whether it's James Bond or the the, the sister that played in, in, in the last day, but as long as it's good, I fuck, I fuck with it. If it's you know not what? good, I was just, I'm just about to like, say whatever. that. I'm, you know what, what did it say? Just don't suck. Right. <laughs> don't screw it up but again I would say hey write Idris Elba a great spy film oh yeah I mean if you're not going to make him 007 it, but yeah. you still want him to do a spy film yeah do that right and if it's successful Cause here's the thing. This is the thing that a lot of film studios do. They'll they'll say, "Oh, we got this great idea for Idris Elba. He's gonna be a spy. It's gonna be, you know, it's it's gonna be like it's gonna be sort of Bond esque, but it's different. And and we're gonna have like five, six, seven of these movies. No, don't do Hold all on. that. Hold on. Just, How about do one movie first? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just do one movie first. If it hits, cool. Write another one. And keep the adventure going. You're right enough, and make sure the second movie is is better than the first one. You know what I'm saying? Like just just do that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I wait, wait. Why does it have to be better? Because see, usually when people have it in their mindset to make this movie better than the original, that's where they start screwing it up. Well, I I I I I think. Like I look at it like this. I, I look at movies and, and like albums in the same way. If if I drop if like if I drop an album, the first album, and everybody love it. If I'm like, man, I'm I'm about to work on my second album, I do I do think like I really want people to like not only fuck with this this new album, but I want them to say like, yo. This album, the first album was dope, but that second album was, it pushed, it was killing. Like you, I think in some way want the second body of work to kind of, to really be the best, you know what I'm saying? Like, like think about like this with Michael Jackson. I think Michael Jackson want, after he did Off the Wall, he was like, I want, I want the next album to be better than Off the Wall. And we got Thriller. And then he was like, I want this album to be better than Thriller. Like I I I think that I don't mind, I don't have a problem with that, you know with with that with that 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 
thinking and the way of moving in, in that direction. Right. I don't have a problem with the mindset either. My problem is when you start losing focus, trying to make it better. Right. You know, you can't, you know, you, you did the trap during the last movie. Now you want spinning tops of doom. Wait, right. <laughs> how about, how, wait a minute, scale back from the spinning tops of doom. And how about just having, you know, we saw the trap door, but we didn't see what was under the trap door. So how about right. sharks or something? Yeah. <laughs> you do that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I'm definitely with you on that. And, um, but yeah, like, like I said, man, like, I feel like every, everybody, we don't have to be like, well, what if Superman was black? Or what if Batman was black? What if James right. Bond was black? We don't need to do all that. Hey, hey, Hollywood, you want you want to do some black superhero stuff? You know, there's there's a plethora do of black, I would of black love to comic see a static book movie. characters out there. Yes, there, there's Sonic, there's Hardware, no, 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 there's no, 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 not Sonic, uh, Static. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's Static, there's, there's Hardware, there's Icon, there's Blood Syndicate. I would um, like to see Cyborg in his own movie. Right. Hell, there's a comic book that I absolutely love called uh, um, uh, Watson and Holmes, where where it's it's uh, Sherlock Holmes and 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 Watson, and they're and they're black. Okay. And, and it, I love that. I would love to see something like that, but it, you know, I know how people feel about certain shit. So, but but there are other like black characters out there that I feel like. You know, we don't have to be like, well, let's make black man, Batman black, or let's make Wonder Woman, you know, Puerto Rican or something like that. Right. You know, we don't have to do all. We don't that. have to do all that. You know, and, and, I, and in some I'll be cases, just good. I'll be good to see uh, either War Machine movie mm-hmm. or Ironheart movie. And yeah. since we just got introduced to her, why not see an Ironheart movie? <laughs> yeah, she. There actually is going to be an Ironheart uh, Disney Plus show. Okay, so, I can live with that. Um, but that needs to come out after Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Right. <laughs> we need a second season of that. I'm gonna need y'all to get on the stick with this Disney Plus. Well, you know, Captain, they're, they're doing a. They're, I think they're not gonna do a, another season of the show mainly because they're doing a a Captain America movie. So, um, I, don't I mean, the they could. Yet. They I want could. this. I want the TV show. <laughs> TV show was so dope. Well, he's Captain America now, so I, I know, but I'm saying movie. we gotta give him well, you gotta give him a TV show too. He started off on the TV show. Give him the TV show first. <laughs> nah, he's Captain America now. If he was still the Falcon, I could maybe see that, but he's Captain America now. Give him the all right, movie. All right, fine. Give him a movie. <laughs> it better not suck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, man. Not oh. it had wait, not it had better not suck. It better right. not suck. It better not suck. <laughs> That's right. You the know, spe- speaking of since we own this topic about just like Hollywood and all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. This that, that I want to have. Um, you know, I've I've always had these conversations with what I what our good friend D Nick. Shout out to D Nick. Um, I guess. What is this? Like a 455th episode of shouting this dude out? We, we I need know, a royalty man. check right about now. We, right. What's up with that? Take us on tour. 
Hey, hey, and you know what, man? Like, like, yeah, man. It's it's like um, we talked about this thing about branding, and and how you know when you're an artist and you know all of this stuff, you stick to the image, you stick to the brand. Um, and I bring that up because um, Chloe Bailey, who is having dope time right now, she, you know, not only is she on the uh, seasons of like Grownish, but you know, she was on in this show called Swarm that was Donald Glover. Uh, she just dropped her album. Uh, she's in she's in a uh, Peacock. Uh, She's in a movie on Peacock called Praise This. And um, so she's, she's you know, she's killing it right now. So shout out to Chloe. Uh, the reason why I bring her up is because, she, like I said, she dropped her album in pieces. And the album didn't sell that great. And people are calling the album, because it didn't sell great, people flopped. And people started asking questions of you know it seemed like the songs that she was dropping from were actually pretty you know doing pretty good on the charts so why did the album seem to flop and nobody really said well maybe it was that music and all this other stuff and so then i saw this one video on tiktok where a guy explained he said i think it was because um of the image that she's pushing out, not only with this album, but you know, just the image basically with the on that. And so, um, so in this conversation I was having with Dina, it hit me. She didn't stick to the brand. And because she didn't stick to the brand, I think that's what the actual conversation that the guy was having. But it's almost like we're not allowed to have it because, you know, um, because then it turns into, well, men can do this, but when a woman does this, this, and that, it's like we always getting jumped and crucified because we, we dress in provocative, talking about this, this, and that. And here's the thing. Everybody gets crucified for shit they talk about, whether people want to agree with it or not. But the, to me, is like what the guy was saying on the video. Chloe Bailey did not stick to her brand. Okay, so first up, in saying that, you probably may want to define what her brand is. Okay, so for Chloe, uh, her and her sister, uh, uh, Haley, uh, they, they, you know, they're in a the group together, Chloe and Haley. Haley is now, she's going to be Ariel in, in the new um, Little Mermaid live action movie. Um, oh, uh, going back to that, we she caught a lot of, uh, a lot of people gave her some heat for that, which I yeah. thought was dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a- exactly. And so now, so when you, when you watch of Chloe and Haley or you see videos of Chloe and Haley whether the music videos or their live performances what Chloe Bailey is nothing of what Chloe and Haley do do on stage 
And I think to a lot of people, when Chloe started doing her own thing and her own music, I think seeing Chloe the way she, I think it just jarred a lot of people. And and I think and and some people even said that they felt like maybe the label or the people around her were basically telling her to, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I don't know if that's true. But wait, don't a lot of people around those, you know, celebrity type folks that's doing stuff or artists and uh the label, don't they have like people that do that anyway? That that's a thing. Yeah, a- absolutely. Absolutely. So, like Madonna changes. Madonna has changed up her style so many times. That's why Madonna has always been relevant from the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, whatever. She's always switched up her style. I want to I say after the 90s, we just know Madonna finna do something wild. Right. And so it was like, all right, it's Madonna. Yeah, yeah, but, a- a- absolutely. So and you I, know what? I, now that you mentioned Madonna, I keep the first person that came and jumped in my head was like Lady Gaga. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay, she she basically Madonna 2.0. Mm-hmm. But 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 the reason why I feel that it was more acceptable for Lady Gaga to do what they do and switch up their style was because it was already apparent that that's what they do. Well, besides, but uh, to me, besides that, they're older. Like, how old is Chloe? Like, twenty four. Uh, I want to say yeah, in in that range. But we got to remember too, when Madonna came out, Madonna was young too. Yeah, but back then you was young and you looked old. But Madonna's, I, I'm I'm just I'm talking about the brand. Madonna's brand was like it was like almost like the provocateur. Like That's, look, and once again, it's like she was young, but she looked old. Like she was probably like 22 and looked 30. <laughs> Cause that that's what it was back in the day. Right. And I don't I don't think that it's of it being age-wise. To me, and I could be wrong about this. I'm not seeing age. What I'm seeing is with with Madonna or some lady guy came into this thing and the shit they're doing, and because they're doing it, they're keeping with their brand. So, of course, they got people that's gonna say shit about it, but because they came into the gate like that, right? Okay. That if I if I'm looking at Madonna, I know what I'm getting. She gonna switch up her style, but she's still gonna be that Madonna. And when I see Lady Gaga, yeah, she can she can dress normal or wear jeans or wear a nice. But I know there's gonna be some times where she's gonna. Through these videos, and this video is gonna be looking like this. She's gonna go to award shows with, with dresses with meat on it. I've seen it, it's been built up. That's her brand. That's why we love her. I think with Chloe Bailey, 
when you were when she was with her sister as a group or a duo, they never did anything of the sort. And she goes, she's doing her solo thing, and now she's doing this. It jarred a lot of people. I I I, I kind of call it like with Q tip of a trial called Quest. Q tip and a, tri a trial called Quest was like the weird niggas. Like these weird niggas doing these this weird music, you know. Yes, Benita Apple Bomb is is, a, is about a woman with a fat ass, but it's done so differently that you wouldn't even know that shit unless you heard about it. All right, so we we talk about her departing from our sister, but. Isn't that the whole idea of her, you know, going solo and being her own person? Because it's like, you know, the Jackson no, 5 no, that, is one thing, but then when Michael left and did his own thing, it was, I mean, I looked up a bunch of different albums that debuted and they, you know, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the like greatest albums of all time, when they debuted, they won all that. Which right. was kind of like struck something to me. It's like, all right, so you know, all of this heat that people are trying to throw on Chloe and her album, all I can mm -hmm. say to it is give it a little bit of time. But see, I, I agree with you in that aspect. But you have to look at the way people listen to music now. If it don't hit, they ain't going back to it at all. That at least with us, we were like, um, it was it was okay. And then maybe a couple of times later, we'll go back. And the more we go back and the more we listen to it, the more we will be like, I think it's dope. I think it's this or the, whatever. These motherfuckers that. You know what? I'm not going to go that far. I will say that, you know, there is a a, a, a group sheep type thing going on but there are still also a bunch of individuals in there that will pick some music and be like all right you know because i was having this conversation the other day i was like you might not want me to you know give my opinion on some music because i personally like you know I, even though all other music mm -hmm. i would listen to video game music in a minute right and be like and and just look at you like Fuck you, I'm me, and I will right. blast. Look, I will blast the Mega Man theme, <laughs> right, in a car and dare you to say something, right. So that's just me, but <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there are a bunch of individuals out there that feel the same way, maybe about Chloe's music or anybody else's music. So it's like mm -hmm. I, I don't care about what to do, and that's the, the general populace. It's like all right, whatever, because right at the end of the day. And how long has that album been out? Like maybe a month or so? Yeah, close to close to a month, yes. Right. We'll wait to the end of the year when they start getting out them fake ass awards that's rigged and we'll see what happens. Right. Because you but, know how we yeah. feel about award shows. No, no, and here's the thing. I like I agree with you in theory because a lot of us and people our age grew up like that. We grew up like giving albums multiple chances and maybe it'll hit for us or maybe it won't. 
here's the thing though. A lot, in this day a and lot age, of a lot of the, a lot of times the songs, a lot of times the songs are not really, you know, like they're thrown out there individually. So they may not like the whole album, but I'm pretty sure there's a certain song on that album that resonates with somebody. And then after a while, they'll go back to the album. Right. That's pretty much how we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. With the exception of Michael Jackson, because Michael Jackson will mess around and fuck around with you and all of his tracks <laughs> and be on the radio at the same time. It's like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, that's... I agree with you on, on that part. I'm looking at the way people look music now. Like, there, there's artists that I know put out multiple albums, and they basically just say, um, hey, I'm, I'm not putting out another album. I'm, I'm either going to do EPs or I'm going to do just a shitload of singles. But you know what? I'm not saying I'm... that people still won't put out albums. I'm just saying, like, the, the artists that I know... They, they they have a different mindset because they know how people are receiving music now. And because a lot of people's attention spans are a lot different than what our attention span was. Well, check so, this out. I'm going to hit you with this. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, there are some people that don't even like, you barely listen to the radio because uh, you got all these streaming platforms out there. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you know, especially if you pay for the streaming platform, you get to pick whatever music you want to listen to and you the major playlist and that's it. Right. Now, what I will say on the flip side is somebody like me, there was a bunch of songs that I didn't even hear or know about unless it was on something else other than my street- streaming platform. Like, uh, there's this song called Head and Heart by uh Joel Corey and M and E K. Mm-hmm. So I would have never known about this song had I not bought this baseball game and the song was on there. Right. And then you know, I the same the same can be said with some TV shows and things like that. There's a bunch of songs that I've seen in commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing a commercial, I'm listening to something. What's that song? There was this Dodge commercial. And they used right. the song uh, The Movement by Kid Ink. I would have never heard that song had I not seen that commercial. Right. So, yeah. Uh, the way we consume music is different. And so I'm thinking, you know, that's probably one reason, not so much getting off brand or whatever, but I'm thinking that's one reason why, you know, she's kind of suffering. Because, yeah, you, you drop the song here on an award show and things of that nature and all that, but not everybody's watching them things. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you're doing your talk show thing, and that's cool, too, because maybe somebody pick it up from there. You know, it's it's like small bits and pieces that's picking it up from different media that you're throwing it out on, and that's cool. Right. But I don't think her being off-brand is hurting her chances at all. And like I say... we. We talking about a month in and you got some clowns on social media condemning her already. It's only been a month. <laughs> but again, okay, I agree with you. Totally do. Here's the thing. People consume music differently. And nowadays, I mentioned that if, part with the streaming and, platform. But so if, I get okay, that. 
So what I think what 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 you're missing is that nobody's thinking like you. So if I'm seeing some if I'm seeing the way that people move with music now, and as a person who's an artist, right, I can't I can't I can't still be the old school nigga about the shit. I have to look at what the music and how people are receiving the music now. People don't give shit. I mean, if it's good, they'll give it, they'll give it a chance. They'll keep listening to it, right? If yeah. it's not, no more. They're gonna move the on to something else. Here's here's a trick to that. You 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 mentioned the way people listen to music, and I did mention the streaming platform, which is the primary way, because it's only a very a small percentage of people listening to music on the radio, and that's when they're in the car. You know, nobody's mm-hmm. really grabbing the boombox no more and turning on the GCI. Most of the right. time when you hear that, you in the car. So that that could be, you know, down to, you know, airplay on the radio mm-hmm. and not so much the streaming platform because you control that totally. Right. Unless you, you know, are cheap and got the free version, which you, you know, like Pandora or whatever. You, if you didn't pay for it and you got the free version, you're just letting it run. Then, yeah. At random, one of her songs will come up. That's cool. But if you controlling that platform, all right, it's like, I'm going to listen to this. This is my playlist. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yeah. Now, if now if you are interested in, you know, because you didn't hear, oh, she dropped her album. Let me go check it. Now, once you check it, if you don't like it, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. No, but and it, so, see, that, I don't that, think that, it's the whole thing that, with. You that's know, her I mean. going off of a character or whatever off-brand thing. That's just like people making a choice. Okay, and the choice you make can also either propel or damage. Yes. Back to what you said about the, the stream and stuff. People listen, still listen to whole albums, and if they don't like it or they like okay i'm probably not gonna listen to the whole album again but what i'll do is i'll make a playlist of just random shit that i fuck with and i'm gonna just put these songs on here so but going back to to the whole brand stuff like and like i said because because i'm an artist and i could tell you the story that i went through with branding and not knowing that I was I was branded until I got my hair cut. And it wasn't me trying to trying to brand myself as this. That's what was put on to me as a brand. Now did 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 the haircut that I got did it ruin things? But it could. Okay, see, first up, with that story, and I'm just speaking with this story by itself, the fact that you didn't even know that you were being branded based on your hair lets you further know that it's like, all right, that wasn't calculated, that wasn't planned, and that's nothing that you can control. So, you know, for that to really do any damage to you, it really shouldn't. And if it does, then that tells something about the market more than it says about you. And if that's the same thing that's going on with her, then we as a people got a problem. 
Yeah, but now on the other hand, if this branding is something that her and the record label are controlling and it's not working, then for a change sometime soon. Right. And and honestly, there might be. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a um, okay. So for for our listeners, I'll tell this story real real quick. Because a lot of you guys who listen to the show, you probably partly know, you know, before I start, you know, I started the Lo-Fi Collective with with my boy Squabbles. Um, I was in this I was in this group called the Black Cinema, and the album. Um, we got a lot of listens. People really mess with it. So afterwards, I ended up getting my hair cut. My partner at the time in the group, Lenny, he wasn't upset, but he was just like, man, like, dude, why you cut your hair, bro? Like, why you cut your hair? And so, you know, I was, you know, we talked about it and I was just kind of confused why it was with, with my, with my hair. I had a conversation, of course, with, in most conversations, especially in this artist thing, I have a conversation with D-Nick. And I told D-Nick what happened, and D-Nick was like, you with Lenny. And I, I, why do you agree with him? Because you messing up the, you messing up the brand. That's the brand. Whether you know it or not, your brand and the stuff. And he told me how, you know, like, I was like the Char- Charlie Brown. Kind of like the 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 lovable loser type scenario thing, whatever. And the music that I was doing, the look that I had was and the music and the, and the stuff that I said and the look was the brand. And and because I got this haircut, it messed it. it because of the haircut, it could slightly mess. And and telling me he was like cuz because he's in the group he you know he they have a brand if they go off the you know if they go off somewhere it 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 may deviate from the brand so the more i started the more i was like okay i it was still weird to me at at that particular time but the more i got i was like okay well i understand I understand because if I'm presenting one thing, and mine, I didn't have the I had at the time of the, the recording of the Black Cinema album because I was just in some like weird ass state of depression or whatever like that. We were in a we were in the midst of the pandemic when everything was fucking closing down. I couldn't go out and get a haircut, anything. So my hair was growing. I was losing weight. My hair was growing. You know, I got a big owned afro, you know, lots of hair, you know, and and a beard and all this other stuff, you know, and the stuff that I was talking about on that album, whether it was my 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 divorce to my parents to trying to find love and losing love and all this other stuff. 
that was the persona that was the brand and me not knowing it was a mistake on me now that I look back on it it was a mistake on me for not knowing but I was I wasn't even looking at it like that because it was just like to me it was just like I'm not looking like this because of some like you know whatever whatever I'm looking like this because it's the pandemic I need a hair and you know but but I understand because if something like that happened where it where I get this haircut and I'm looking different, it may deviate from the brand that was right. Um so in in that essence, I get it. I get it. I, I don't care about what Chloe Bailey does with her body. You want to show off your body, fine. You know what I'm saying? Like if that that's up to you. You want to switch it up, cool. But something to the brand, whether you know it, whether we fuck with that idea or not. That that's how it is in this business, right? So okay, then I guess the main question would be: Who should really dictate the brand? Should it be the artist, or this should it be the general public? Huh. Especially since the artist is supposed to be the one getting the money from it. Cause and I'm well it look it looks like the dictator of the brand for the most part, and I could be wrong about it, is the consumers. Okay, so because I'm a different type of artist and I'm pretty much gonna speak as I'm the general public, sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. I look at it like this. Uh, if you mess around, and yeah, I get it. You 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 got to appeal to your audience, and that's cool. But when you start caving to some things because of what they want versus what you want, mm-hmm. you in a lot of trouble. Hmm. You know, because as an artist, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be creating your art. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you cave into the public and all of a sudden your art starts looking like everybody else's art, what's the point? Okay, I see that, and I also I'll raise you this. I see what you presented to me. I'll I'll, ra- I'll raise you this. How would you feel? knowing who I am as a person and listening to the music that I make, right? Okay. You hear my new album. It's the most gangster shit you've ever heard in your life. Okay. Like, I'm presented in a different way. So you done went from being lo-fi to being gangster overnight? Yes. Now... Now, as a friend and a brother and a consumer, how would you uh-huh. feel about that? How would you feel about that? Well, because now, first up, I want to know whether or not this is for the art or are you just making up a bunch of lies? <laughs> because that's the point. If you if that that's the point, that's the point that I'm making. 
Cause it's like, like I, uh, I, I've heard, I've heard people. Do you know why most motherfuckers that gangster shit get tested? Cause I want to see if you for real, nigga. Right. I want to see if you're fucking for real. And if I do something like, best believe, I'm going any place that I go to. I guarantee somebody's gonna try to test me to see if I'm really gangster. Okay, but. I don't think anybody's trying to test Chloe to see if she is provocative as she is. You know, we don't know that. We don't know know what that's the art. And sometimes when it starts becoming art, it becomes a confession. And sometimes art may or may not imitate life. Know that people may know that people may not know that. All I'm saying is. I'm not saying I, I don't Haley. Here's I mean, the thing. not Haley, but Chloe. Chloe. But we, when the mystery but you is never there, know. check this out though. When the mystery is there, it's art. But if I'm putting something out there, Phoenix says, like, you gotta live, you got like Dnick always says, I live my lyrics. Everything that I say in my lyrics, I live it. I live it. Because if I'm not, then 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 what I'm doing, sucking shit. People are looking to see if you things. People people are looking at that. So if I'm if I'm talking about some some shit, niggas are really gonna be like, oh, I want to see if this nigga really living it. Some people may not, but some people are looking like, hey, dog. Like look at look at um I don't know if you watched the uh the show on Hulu the uh, uh the show from uh that was about the Wu Tang Clan I saw like maybe the first season so it there's this when when uh RZA right when he with his own with his his own single he came out with this single called uh oh right. I saw I saw the he, video for that. He changed he changed his name to to Rakeem, and because he changed his name, the seven percenters grilled this nigga. What what's today's mathematics? That that's a that that name comes from this this and this. What's the mathematics? And because if he didn't know the mathematics from the seven percenters, they would have whooped his ass. Hmm. So now you got to show and prove. Are you really about this shit? I'm not saying nobody should should run up on on Chloe to see if she really out here popping that that shit like that. Nobody should, should see that. First but, of all, if they do that, then they need to run up on all these Instagram models on my feed. I'm just saying. Again, I'm, I, all I probably I'm need to run up on a few of them. Just saying. All I'm saying is okay. So I told you this earlier, so I'm gonna tell the tell the audience and then you know, uh but like like I said with the cute like I said the Q tip thing, right? Mm-hmm. Q tip all these the weird niggas that be, you know, doing this this weird kind of experimental music, but it's kind of dope. I could buy I buy my head to it, blah blah blah. They talk about girls, but they ain't like fucking disrespectful for the most part and all this other stuff. 
You know, you see their videos, you don't see girls shaking ass and all this other stuff. And then when Trial Call Quest breaks up, Q-Tip drops a song called A Vibrant Thing. Fucking dope-ass song. Dope song. When the video came out, it was like, what? To, to Trial Call Quest fans, like, what the fuck is this shit? Q-Tip came out with Breathing Stop. Trial Call Quest fans, what the f- We ain't never seen you do this shit before. That sound like some gatekeeping mess to me. And that could be true. But again, going back to the point, he went off brand. And because he went off brand, his album Amplified didn't do that great. It took him years to come out at the Renaissance. And when he dropped the Renaissance, which is one of my favorite, I love the Amplified album too. Don't get it twisted. But the Renaissance, I mean, the Renaissance was was nominated for a Grammy, for Christ's sake. And the reason why people responded to that album more Amplified because he back. I tell people all the time, if you've never listened to Q-Tips, The Renaissance, it is basically a trial call quest album without everybody else. It's not, it don't have Fife. It don't have Ali Shaheed. It don't have Jarobi. It don't have the, the production of the Uma. It is just Tip. It's just Tip. Tip produced, Tip writing, all, right. all that so, stuff. Just for laughs and giggles, mm-hmm. um, in terms of the record industry, What's considered a success? I mean, I know the platinum album is like, you know, the end all be all, but I mean, like, is is gold is a gold album considered success? Um honestly, I think back in the day, yes. Nowadays, I'm not sure. I think I think the game has changed so much now because not only is it about the the copies that you sell or whatever like that, but you gotta also count the streams and the downloads and all this other stuff, right? So everything is different. So the the most hit if you get a lot of hits, uh as far as like the streaming and the downloads and all this other stuff and 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 all of that stuff, if it if it's that plus your your actual sales, that might be it right there. Now, if you if you get it, you know, it depends. I, I think it just it's just so different now. It's it's kind of like all over the place. Like if you okay numbers and okay hits here and you know and downloads. That might be a moderate success if, or it may be a success if you're an indie artist. Now, if you're an artist on a label, that might be totally different. Okay, so just so you know, Amplified was certified gold. Mm-hmm. And it debuted at number 28 on the Billboard 200 mm-hmm. when it debuted in 2000. Right. Uh, Renaissance debuted at number. I mean, not yeah. The Renaissance debuted at number eleven. Mm-hmm. 
and that album got a Grammy. Or it got a nomination, my fault. Got a Grammy nomination for Best Rap Album in 2009. Yep. Do you see that jump? You know what? It's kind of a jump, but it's kind of not a jump because remember we had that whole discussion about how the award shows are fixed. Right. So (laughs) it's a jump because... But you know, it's, a jump, it's, a jump, it's a jump in and sales. And we still got right? a nomination. Right. It's a jump in sales, right? It's a jump in position and sales, right? The the Grammy nomination, well deserved. That album was fire. I don't think mm-hmm. he won it. No, he didn't win it. Right. So, Which, once again, we believe it's rigged, but okay. Right. That numbers. Let I'm me looking, see. It I'm sold 131,200 copies in the U.S. Compared mm-hmm. to five hundred thousand copies for the amp for Amplified, so Amplified basically outsold the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the Rena- Renaissance, you know, got the the Grammy nod, mm-hmm. which Char- is, in better chart position, right? In better chart position, yeah. But it, it's almost like not saying much, almost. It's it's saying a lot. I mean, because think about it. It's like having so I, a, uh, I go I go from twenty eight. Yes, Amplify may have sold a lot more than Renaissance, but I go from twenty my first album, and I'm charted at thirty five, and then the second okay. album come out, and I'm charted at twelve or eleven. With a Grammy nomination. Okay. The bigger success. Which will be looked at as the bigger success. In terms of what? Because if you're talking about sales, then yeah, Amplified is the biggest success. If you're talking about sales and and Chart position and and uh and accol- accolades. See, you run it all them together, then they almost they almost washed themselves. Other than the fact that it was an improvement, just by the fact that he charted higher on his first week on the second album. But that that's what I'm saying. I go from thirty. I'm just saying for me, I go from thirty five. With five hundred thousand copies sold, mm-hmm. to what? What was tips for for Renaissance? Uh, what, what I I just read that number, right? One hundred thirty-one thousand two hundred. With better, with better, with better views, chart position, accolades. Which one is the better success? You know if what? I'm if I'm taking all of that into consideration, I open at I open at 35 on the first album with 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 a bigger sale, but I'm getting all this crazy, not so great reviews. So the second album comes out, I'm not only getting great reviews, uh, I'm I got I got people buying it. It may not be that that much. It may not be on the same level as Amplified, but I'm getting better reviews. I'm getting better reception. 
I'm getting uh, uh, a better chart position and I'm getting like award nominations and all this stuff. Which is the better success? It's kind of hard to tell because Amplified has a gold album. I can't even tell you what the Renaissance have. Well, I'm going to have to get into that a little bit more because it didn't say from what I'm looking at. I mean, you got the Grammy nomination. It's cool. But then again, it's kind of iffy because, you know, we, we still think it's fixed. But you got a nomination in a place where we know it's fixed. So in it, that Renaissance, in is good. Renaissance for what it did, yes. You can say Amplified had more sales than Renaissance. But Renaissance got better chart position and better this, this, and this. So at the end of the day, what's the biggest success? The Renaissance. The Renaissance is the biggest success. Because number one, you gave us what we wanted to fucking hear. You got better reviews. Yeah, you didn't sell that much. But you did okay. You did okay with the sales. It wasn't amplified sales, but you did you did pretty cool. And on top of that, you getting great reviews because the because the first album, people were just like, I don't know about this. This album, you know people what? Are fucking with it. In and a on sense, top that kind of says something sideways, though. That kind of says something sideways, though, because if the first album sold better than the second album, then that speaks to the people. However, you know, you got that Grammy nomination sitting over there and, you know, the 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 higher chart position that speaks to the industry. And at that point, it's like, which one do we really want to weigh more? I mean, you like who, who really determines the success, the industry or the people? Because the last time I checked, Both. hold on, but the last time I checked, the industry don't pay for concert tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, the industry ain't, you know, well, the industry might be driving up play. You know, the industry is not the word on the street. The people are. That's pop to me. That's where your real measure of success is, the people. It's a, it's actually both, but I you know, I I, I mean, I think it's both. But but think about it. Like at the beginning of the year when uh Spotify was running all our numbers for the podcast, and mm-hmm. you know those were some nice numbers. I was like, wow, you know. But at this. And that's that's good to see, you know, data and statistics on that. But to actually walk up on somebody and say they listen and they like our show. Mm-hmm. And it's nobody that we really know like that. To me, that's more valuable than any of them numbers. Because that's 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 tangibility. That's actually mm-hmm. saying, OK, yeah, the data said this. But, you know, in this day and age, somebody could have clicked the mouse and kept walking somewhere. Whereas if you walk up on somebody on the street and they recognize our voice and say, hey, man, you know, that show last week was awesome. 
There it is. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll tell a story real quick, and then we'll get on out of here. So I was watching this documentary called "How to Eat Your Watermelon in White Company and Enjoy It." Oh Lord, the the a filmmaker by the name of Melvin Van Peebles, who also has a son who's a filmmaker by the name of right. Mm-hmm. Um, Melvin did Watermelon Man. For I a fi- remember for, that for for a fi- they wanted him to do more films, kind of in that vein. But Melvin wanted to do this one movie that was kind of speaking to him. That turned out to be sweet, uh, sweet, uh, sweet, sweet backs, badass song. Did not and see then, that one. And in this documentary, Mario told Mario t- said at the end of it, he said, although. That movie was a huge success in other films, not just the black exploitation genre, but the independent cinema genre. Even though that film was a success and opened those, my father was never allowed to work on another movie again because in Hollywood, they want you to succeed, but they want you to succeed with them involved. That's why I yes, it is about the people, but it is also about the industry. Because they want to win with you. Win by yourself, that's one thing. But if you win with them, it's totally different. And 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 the reason why people keep wanting to this situation and the label situation to keep winning is because do it with labels. A lot of people, you know, you might get victories when you're independent. There's a lot of independent artists out here that's getting victories. But it's not. But there's a lot of winning that's going on with, with you and the industry that you're in the, the, with the labels. So, yes, it is a people. It is about the people buying your shit and loving and going to concerts. But you, uh, who else wants you to win with that shit? The label you're signed with. I mean, yeah, of course, that's a given, but... <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You know. So you asked the question about the industry or the people. It's both. Yeah, I said which one matters most. It's both. <laughs> It de- it just depends. If you sign to a lot, if you if you're if you're by yourself in this indie shit by yourself, then it's basically you. All right. So now that we didn't got all that out the way, uh, with with Miss Bailey, we we trying to win with the label. So mm-hmm. so all I'm saying is, I think. I think with with Chloe, I think that conversation of the branding and all of that other stuff. Yes, people can say this, this, and that, but like that is a conversation to have as well. Because again, you gotta uh, say it. You gotta live your lyrics. 
And, and I think people are looking like, okay, I never, this, I didn't see, I didn't see, yet. I didn't see this, I didn't see this before. What's this shit? Now Here's you may have that. higher songs. Maybe she, to, to maybe she living it outside of what we know. Because you know she she is a celebrity. They they get to do wild shit, and as long as it's not mm-hmm. caught on somebody's camera, what do we know? <laughs> what do we really know? Other than what they tell us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, what do we uh, really know? I, it's true, but again, I am presenting you an image. Mm-hmm. And and the music to go along with this image, right? If I'm too short, and I'm talking about Oakland pimp shit, what's my favorite word, bitch, and all this other stuff? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm doing something totally as not in that in that brand in that vein. So, since we're saying all of this stuff. Who do you think could successfully pull off a change? Like, other than, you know, the artists we mentioned before. Because mm. we mentioned Madonna and Lady Gaga, but they didn't really pull off a change. They just crazy. So. Right. I only know one person so far that's done it. Who? Queen Latifah. Hmm. Okay. And may, maybe we'll we'll get into that some other time. Maybe we need to do a part two to this. Who knows? But like, again, thank y'all again to the Dope Sessions podcast. Yo, Tree, if you got some shout outs, hit them up, man. Look, I'm finna shout out everybody. It's late. Just everybody. There you go. No, <laughs> no for real. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna shout out fam, friends, Kels, um, Dynasty. I know you catching up, so hopefully you caught up to this episode. Um, let's see. Shout out to the old Walmart that I used to work at who closed down for good yesterday. Right. So store uh, 5781. Love y'all. Um, it, it was good while it lasted. I mean, I, I made some good family and friends there. What, what, you know? So, I'm I'm gonna miss the store, but a lot of y'all I follow on social media. So, you know, we 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 still fam. It's all good. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that you know uh, a bunch of you guys, you know, find other stores to work at it. Since I heard they were, you know, allowing you guys to transfer anywhere you wanted, and mm. All the rest of you guys, you know, if you don't transfer to another store, I hope you find another spot to land in and, you know, make sure you straight. Right. Um, yeah, I really think that's about it. I mean, mm, okay. Yeah, friends, family, you, D-Nick. Mm, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to D-Nick and the microphone misfits because, you know, we, we just can't. Show him love without showing them love. That's just right, wrong. right. Yeah, that's true. So we we still want the royalties for shouting you out all these episodes, though. <laughs> go, go right, ahead, right. Go ahead, sign that check. <laughs> well, man, I'm what you did at the beginning. 
Shout out yes. to everybody. Love everybody, you know, love them, respect them, especially just, you know, like you said, family, friends, our listeners. I love y'all. Thank y'all again for tuning in to us. Keep tuning in to us. But we out of here, y'all. Peace. Hey, wait, real quick. Are we mm-hmm. we shouting out like I hate us too? Cause I mean, nope. No, well, no, no. You know what? No. Shout out to mm-hmm. shout out shout out to the haters because without the haters, you know, we wouldn't have the motivation. Yeah, I I like to say without the haters, I I wouldn't know whether or not I was doing my job properly. Cause if you're right. hating on me, obviously I'm doing something good. <laughs> so yes, shout out to you know all our haters. Special shout out to Steve. Um. Whoa! I know I'm petty. I'm I'm sorry, not sorry, but yeah. (laughs) And with that, we out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.